All right, welcome. We're here. We're welcome. here and uh, slightly perturbed, sli slightly <laughs> perturbed and saddened by the uh, news of the COVID relief package that came out. Post Christmas uh, podcast before yeah. New Year's uh, special edition. Uh, yeah, this is the all-in-one. This every, is the bundle deal. Yeah, Welcome. Every, every year we'll try to do a special edition. What's special about it? That we say it is. Yeah, and it's uh, we skipped a week, so this is super <laughs> special. So yeah, you we're guys here. missed us, I'm sure. Yeah. Welcome Her. back. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we uh, were just discussing the uh, COVID relief package and how people are sending or signing up to send money to other countries in the billions of dollars region um, for other countries' relief and military programs and gender studies programs. Gender programs. So or like, not studies, just yeah, gender programs, just gender programs. In, in general. Yeah. And we're, yeah. We're just, uh, it's just kind of frustrating that it's something, named something so everybody wants it, and turns out it's not exactly what they are making us believe that it is. I guess to keep everybody or to bring everybody up to speed, there is a, a new stimulus bill that I actually think was passed today, but I got to look into it. Um, that Trump that passed the House and the Senate unanimously, so it was a bipartisan bill. Um, that Trump, Donald Trump, President Donald Trump. Refused. Jay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Brian brought up one time that we're kind of disrespectful since we would call it President Barack Obama, but we wouldn't, but we say Trump when we talk about Donald I said Barack when he was. Obama. Yeah. I said Barack or Obama when he was presidency. Mm -hmm. I didn't say President Obama, um, but I get your point. So President Donald Trump, Jay. Uh, refused to sign this bipartisan stimulus bill um, for for supposedly two reasons. And he did a press briefing about this. And the first reason being that uh, there was a lot of what he referred to as um, unnecessary funds going to countries like Egypt, Burma, Pakistan, um different areas around the world. So in the bill, there was $1.3 billion scheduled to go to the Egyptian government. Um, and some of that was earmarked for their military. Um, there was something like $25 million scheduled to go to Pakistan for, and I haven't read the document yet, but what President Trump said was gender programs, which... Who knows? Just just sounds just sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> gender programs. I want all the genders um, to have programs. Uh, and that was so. The first reason he didn't want to sign it is because all this money was going to those people, those different countries. And the second reason was the stimulus checks were six hundred dollars, and he believed they should have been two thousand um, dollars. It's pretty unanimous. Most economists believe that. Uh, at least most of the ones I've read, believe that stimulus checks, unless they're above a certain threshold, they don't really do a whole lot. Um, and $600 is definitely too low. Yeah. There's, there's not really a consensus on what is the right number, but 
it's pretty widely recognized that 600 and and most of them believe that 1200 is too low as well and that's mm-hmm. what they we got the first if you were um, the first go around yeah. yeah if you were depending on your income and taxes and stuff like that the first go around you could receive up to twelve hundred dollars a person so a couple could receive twenty four hundred dollars and then five hundred dollars per I say plus kids per kid under the age of 18 um as long as they were uh dependents mm-hmm. um and so a family of four could receive uh 35 or uh yeah thirty four hundred dollars um which Again, when that came out, some economists said that that really didn't move the needle because people were paying a thousand dollars in rent. That would only help them for two yeah, months. Yeah, two months. And it's uh, not like it's two and a half months. Like you can't pay yeah, half you your can't. rent. Yeah. Or so half your mortgage. The idea was for that was that you were also on unemployment, and they increased the unemployment benefits, and so you were getting whatever unemployment benefits plus an additional six hundred dollars a month. So let's say you were getting. $200 a month on unemployment you would, or $200 a week on unemployment, you would actually be getting $800 a week on unemployment mm-hmm. plus the $3,400. That was hopefully enough to get you through. And I think the, the thought process behind it was six months is what they, and, and by then they'd have another, either, either this situation would have been resolved, which a lot of people wanted to happen, but COVID did not resolve itself um, in six months. Or we could have another stimulus bill by then. That was yeah. the that was the idea, and those were the numbers. I mean, it didn't work for everybody. Some people didn't need it. Some people really did, and it wasn't enough. So it was just kind of this. Uh, that's where those numbers initially came from, whether or not they were right or right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so this time around, um, six hundred dollars definitely. Oh, was, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, was was not enough. I mean, if if they, I mean, well, especially if you're. Especially if they're going to give all this money to other countries and other places. I mean, why, why even volunteer the, or even like suggest $600? Like, what does that, what does that do for anybody? Like that's maybe three months of groceries, if that. I mean, if you're stretching pretty thin. Yeah, I mean, if you have a family of four. Yeah. Like, I mean, we have family of five and. $600, we'd be hard pressed to only spend $600 yeah. a month. Yeah. So, I mean, that doesn't, it doesn't cover rent. It doesn't cover mortgage. It doesn't cover, it, it, it it's, it almost seemed like it was a slap in the face, but. Going out and partying money, like 600 bucks. Right. <laughs> you can go to the gas station and get a couple cases of beer and yeah. some cigarettes and. Fill your car up with the gas and. Yeah. Then you're then gone. You're All the money's gone. Yeah. Because <laughs> then. Now you're, you're living in your car. Yeah. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, people who are on the, the verge of eviction because of they weren't able to pay and stuff like that. And $600, I mean, even if you're a family of four and you get 600 and 600 and 500 and 500, I'm not sure in this bill how much per kid. I don't know. <clears throat> but even if it's 600 and 600, it's 1200 and 500 and 500, you know, that's $2,200. I mean, again, if we're going back to the $1,000 a month mortgage, you know, that's only two months of, that's only two months of rent. Mm-hmm. And some of those programs that I was also talking about are going away. So now you're not getting plus $600 a month for un- or a week for unemployment. You're getting plus, I think it's going down to 300. Yeah, 300, yeah. Um, so you're stretching yourself even thinner. And because of the lockdowns, you're not allowed, you, there's just not that much 
day to day to day labor mm-hmm. to just go, okay, well, I'll just go get a job as a greeter at Walmart. There's right. just not that many jobs right now. Right. I'll just go get a job as a Burger King flipper. I'll you tell you know? what, though, there's those uh, shoppers now. You're right. Where You're people right. will go to, like, Jamie uses the Target thing, where it's like they. They text you and say, all right, you're going to get this, you're going to get this, whatever, whatever. Personal shoppers? Yeah, it's like a... I think that those have taken off a lot, but I, I don't know. I don't know if it outweighs the massive amounts of people who are unemployed. I don't, I'm just thinking yeah. of other jobs that yeah. are popping up because of... Well, historically, when one industry goes away because of innovation there's a replacement industry for those people to go into, mm-hmm. you know, like people argue that, Oh no, we can't, we can't, uh, you know, we can't focus on solar panels because all these people will lose their jobs in coal mines, you know, like, right. You know, there, there was all, there's always been those arguments. There's mm-hmm. always been innovation that people lost their jobs, but there was always new things to go into. Yeah. You know, some, some people were like, Oh, well, you know, if 70 year old man can't, go back to school well there's that that's the whole argument for the when learn to code was a huge thing Did you ever hear about that no people are getting banned on twitter for saying learn to code mm, i didn't hear about that i think it was I, th- I think it was twitter where people are getting banned but basically the the gist of it was they were saying that people who drive semis and are truck drivers and stuff are going to lose their jobs and so they're saying learn to code like that would be the replacement is just start coding Start learning how to code because your job's going away, or you're gonna. I feel, There's I probably like, a lot more to it, but was that recent? Because I feel no, like it was they, like last year, two I years. I feel ago. like I missed that mark because there's like a huge demand for truck drivers. Oh, right now, yeah, but yeah. I, I think the argument was for like in ten years. Or yeah, something, they're gonna have driving, yeah, car- self-driving trucks ah, okay. and all that stuff. So they're like the learn to code movement. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, so a lot of that. Uh, a lot of that has been happening throughout, you know, when they made the steam engine, you know, there, it take, took a right, lot of jobs, yeah. you know, a lot of that has been happening throughout history and it, you always industries pop up that, that replace those jobs and, and then create more, mm-hmm. you know, there's a reason we keep adding, you know, 240,000 jobs a month, even though we're in, you know, during COVID, I, I'm not quite sure if that's what's happening this month. But we do add a lot of jobs every month. Mm-hmm. And we're not adding, I don't think we're adding 240,000 people <laughs> to the, right. to the, uh, you know, to the work, uh, work industry. You know, it's not like 240,000 people every month are graduating and becoming workers. Right. Um, so maybe it is, I'm not maybe, sure. But, but what I'm saying is that there's a lot of that, that, rhetoric where it's just like oh we can't do this because we're gonna lose jobs well it it usually ends up it usually ends up okay what you pull up there so this is reddit and uh somebody said what's the deal with the learn to code being used as a term to attack people on twitter and it says this is just from a year ago yeah so yeah this happened a while ago but it said journalists told laid off coal miners that they should learn to code so now it's now it's their turn is the mindset. I don't know what the hell that means. So now it's their turn. I don't know. But it's basically the same thing, though. It's it's figure out, okay, so your job's going away, so now figure out another route, another job that you another can get. Industry, yeah. So basically they were saying that they were just getting dogged on for... Not wanting their job to go away. And I, right. 
And I, I wouldn't want my job to go away or I don't want anyone to lose their job because of the industry changing. But you shouldn't, in my opinion, you shouldn't stifle advancement for luxury. Like to be like, okay, well, I'm making a, a good income, you know, digging up coal. I don't care about the I don't care about the environment. I don't care if the mm -hmm. coal's running out. Like I want to continue making that good income. Yeah. Regardless of whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent, it, I don't want the industry to ever change. And it's kind of like some people who are against um, uh, lab like labor unions, like unions right. in general. Yeah. They don't want things to ever change, you know. So they develop a union, but sometimes change is what needs to happen and the right thing to yeah, happen. Yeah, so, man, like almost mandatory. Yeah, so, you know, the only thing in cer certain in life is deaths and taxes, but I think you should add to that statement and change. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, yeah, it's constantly changing. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think we diverged from our topic a little bit, but uh, basically I think it's ridiculous that they added all those extra things in there for extra countries and well and they were only given what what do we hear four hours to read it oh they, yeah they got it like <laughs> 10 in the morning and had to pass it by two or some crazy, um, some crazy shit it's five thousand pages long yeah aoc um who you i'm sure you have a feeling about one way or the other um said on her twitter that they were given this bill at two o'clock in the afternoon and told to expect a vote on it by four. So yeah, they were two given, hours. There you go. Yeah, they were given two hours to read over and fully understand a five thousand page bill, and it and it was one of those things where it passed unanimously. But it was just like, okay, well, if Steve's voting this way, I guess I'll vote that way. Yeah, and no, yeah. So here's the here's the spark notes for it. You know, like it's not like <laughs> there's a spark notes for the bill. That's right. awesome. No, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> I'm just saying. For I thought them, you pulled it up on the computer. I was no, like, no, I'm just saying. Like it's, it would be like them telling each other yeah. that, like you know, oh, yeah. Here's, here's what's to, in it. Yeah, just look at these four things, and if you agree with them, vote for it. It's 250 billion to the PPP. It's 300 billion to this, and they're like, oh yeah, that all makes sense. All and that, it's just all like, that looks wait, good. I'm doing that math and. You're missing about twelve billion dollars. Yeah, we're about we're about eighty billion short here. Yeah. What's, what's that, that going where's to? Where's the other eighty billion? Yeah, and like the Kennedy Center. Like, why is the Kennedy it, Center receiving it, money? Is it like to build a new building, or is it to? I I couldn't tell you. I thought can it was. I thought this? it was. Now I can, but ever so slightly, I can hear. Yeah. I can hear this more. Oh wow, <laughs> Superman up in here. <laughs> Oh, oh wow. I'm going to take this off because it's like... It's rubbing? It's rubbing. And it's is mine rubbing? I don't think yours is... I, I move my head a lot. You don't... I, stop moving your head like that. I got the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> get the vaccine, guys. Yeah. I um, mean, get it if you want it. You know? And if you want to help other people. No, no, no. I'm a Democrat, so I'm telling everybody they have to get it. <laughs> yeah. You should... Yeah. Yeah. You're a Republican. You have to say, do whatever you want. That's what I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Take care of yourselves and your family and do what you think is right. I feel like that's a good jump off point. Like, that's why is that? That's a good place to leave it. Like, care about your family. And, and I mean, it really, it all is personal, personal responsibility, I think, is super important. And I think that it stretches as far as you want it to. So I think that. 
like if you if you are if you're like okay i'm gonna get the vaccine and my family's gonna get the vaccine so we don't get each other infected and then also so we can go see grandma and grandpa and um that's enough like that's enough reasoning for us to get it or if it's like you you're gonna i don't i don't know i i'm not sure like what the best what do you call it personal what responsibility what if my personal responsibility is to get you to get take the vaccine well, that's what I was. So that's what I was going to say. Yeah. That's that's kind of where I was going. It's like, how far does your personal responsibility go? Yeah. So it's like, like I okay, don't want so you I have to die. So I need you to take the vaccine because I believe the vaccine will save your life. Like, how far do I? How far do you take that? That's what. That's what. That's kind of what I was trying to oh, like. I, I didn't know how to word it to get to that point, but it's like your responsibility level. You take it as far as you want to. So if it's your personal responsibility to. Get the vaccine so your family doesn't get sick. Okay, that's one thing. And then it's like, okay, well, I'm going to get it so you should get it so that we don't get sick. And then it's like, okay, well, your whole family should get it so that they don't get sick. And then, But then you're telling people what to do. I know. It's I, like, it's like Where a, do you draw that line? Um, as a more Republican, it's take care of your family, but yourself and your family. So... Maybe I'm selfish and I don't want you to have to deal with that hardship. So I take it on myself to prost to like preach to you mm. that you need to get this so you don't have to go through it. But in reality, maybe it's that I'm selfish. It's just like, all right, well, I, I really don't care if you go through it or not. I just don't want you to have to go through it because then I have to kind of go through it. So mm. why don't you go ahead and do it? Then we both don't have to go through it at all. <laughs> Right. Well, there's not there's not much to um, be against it other than just to be against it. Like the vaccine, like there's from the way that it's been explained to me is that there's nothing actually there's no live coronavirus in it. So you're not going to get sick from it. You're not going to. It's actually just. Oh, how do you how did they explain it to me? It's like there's chunks. There's chunks of not active chunks of the virus that send signals to your body that teach it how to fight it. That way, if it ever does come in contact with actual live cues, I want to say, I keep wanting to say cues, like there's little identifiers or whatever in the vaccine. And then when you take it, your body learns to fight it if it ever sees something like that. So if you get the coronavirus, then it's your body's instantly like, oh, that's familiar. I know what that is. I know how to get get rid of, it, or I know to attack it right away. That that's a pretty good way to describe it. It's so the vaccine is RNA, and um, RNA is what dictates to your body how to reproduce its DNA. Mm-hmm. So the argument some people have, and I don't necessarily agree with this, but this is the first RNA. FDA approved vaccine. First one. Nice. There's been other vaccines that have been worked on and used, but the first one the FDA has actually approved. Mm. And the fear is, I, I might be speaking slightly out of turn, but I think the fear is that RNA can change the way your cells replicate because it's the, it's the instructions to, to reproduce your cells. So if you send in an RNA that's not right, your cells could be messed up for life. Everyone because, could get cancer is what you're saying. Uh, yeah. 
I don't know if that's necessarily, <laughs> I think that that might be where some of the fear comes from, but you're right. Yeah. It's not like you're going to get some of the, like when you get the flu, it's dead flu or, or incapacitated flu particles mm-hmm. or, um, you know, different pieces of the flu that you're injecting. So your, your body could react to it as if it has the flu. And that's what happens. That's what you, you don't actually get the flu when you get the vaccine, your body's reacting as if you have the flu, which is the fever and the sore yeah. throat and stuff like that. That's a reaction that the fever is there to kill the virus. It, it ramps up that your, your body thinks it has. Yeah. It ramps up your core body temperature to help destroy the virus because the virus can't live in a body that is that temperature. Mm-hmm. Um, it's when it has to keep ramping things up and ramping things up until you die. Then that's the problem. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's people who get the vaccine don't actually get the flu. Somebody who says, so somebody who says I got the flu vaccine and it gave me the flu. That's just wrong. It's not possible. <laughs> it's not clearly. Possi- incorrect. Yeah, it's not possible. You did receive the symptoms mm-hmm. and it probably sucked just like the flu. It lasted just as long. Mm-hmm. It sucked. Your head hurt, your throat hurt coughed a lot but you weren't you didn't actually have the flu you did not have influenza your body was fighting something that wasn't there a phantom yeah yeah but your body is insane (laughs) yeah what i'm trying to get you to understand is that your body is dumb like a dummy head (laughs) very very dumb it does what we want it to do uh no so i think that with this there's just some fear of the unknown but there's a lot of clinical trials and research behind it, the fact that it's going to be fine. And, you know, I would say that the majority of people are not that tuned into what you just explained. Yeah. I'm sure that the fear is not there from that. It's just like then it's just the fear of like every other vaccine. There's a bunch of yeah. junk in it. Yeah, I'm going to get uh uh, it's going to be a down tra- syndrome. It's going to be a tracer, and then the yep. government's going to yep. know where we are. And it's conspiracy theories on top of fear, on top of yeah. And they're telling me I have to do it, and I mm-hmm. don't want to do anything. I I want. I do to think do- that is kind of crazy, though, that they're going to start like what was it Ticketmaster or something was going to start screening like you have to check whether or not you got the vaccination. So in I th- order to buy tickets, I think that's pretty crazy. That's crazy. That business is like. I also think like in order to go to school, you have to have your malaria shot. Like you have to. You cannot go. Go. Liam could not go to first grade without his or kindergarten without his shots. Yeah. Like, well, I guess that is a business too. So, I mean, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah. Like, so like, yeah, capitalism, there you go. Done. Yeah. Right. Um, so like I kind of get it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the right thing to do, but I get it. Yeah. If what if that, you lie? Like, what if you say I did I, get it? So supposedly when you, after you get the vaccine, you get like a card that says I got the vaccine. Yeah, but if you buy tickets online, like do you have to scan your card in? Yeah. If That'd they be take ridiculous. It, yeah, if they take it that far, I think they should. <laughs> yeah, that would like, be ridiculous. And I get, I, again, I get the idea behind it. They want to they want to prove to everybody, hey, our, our establishment's safe. No one can come in unless they have the vaccine. Right. You should all just come in mm-hmm. as long as you have the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um and I think the thought process behind it is like, okay, once everybody gets a vaccine, we can go back to completely normal. Yeah. Like life is fine, mm-hmm. you know, and back to no masks. Yeah. Honestly, if everyone got the vaccine and it was truly 95% effective, yes, we could go back to life as normal. It, it, it would still be a scary virus, 
but it wouldn't be any scarier than measles, mumps, malaria, you know, all those things, because mm-hmm. all those things have vaccines of varying uh, efficacy. So, like, little known fact is, like, the measles vaccine is only, like, 92% efficient. Hmm. But because we've got everyone's, herd immunity, yeah, yeah, because gotten it. we got herd immunity, the people who who it doesn't work for, you don't know because they never come in contact with it. Right. That's where the herd immunity really comes into play. Yeah. Especially with something like this. Like if everybody had it, then the people who it didn't work on or the people who couldn't get vaccines, there are some people who can't receive certain vaccines for certain reasons, Mm -hmm. then they would be safe. So by you getting the vaccine, you're not just helping your family. You're also helping the person who couldn't get a vaccine Mm -hmm. at the gas station. Although, if they couldn't get a vaccine, I would highly recommend them looking into work from home. Yeah, opportunities. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, when? Yeah, when? That's a good question. When does personal responsibility stop? Mm -hmm. So, here's a question for you, Brian. I don't know. You don't have to answer this. If the vaccine is offered to you, are you going to get it? Oh. I plead the fifth. I'm not. So I don't know right now. I don't know. And that's my honest answer. Um, I'm not a fan of the flu shot. I'm not a fan of, uh, getting vaccines in general. Um, mainly just because I, cause I'm dumb, I guess. Uh, just because, well, just be, just because like my, my, my mindset, not associate myself with a dumb person. Well, you just don't know me at that level it's i mean you probably know me better than anybody except for my wife but (laughs) maybe better than my wife i don't know um where was i at i don't know anyways um you say i I typically i'm typically not a fan of getting vaccines um just because i want my body to be able to like i i don't know I, i i feel like i want my body to be able to fight off whatever it's gonna face and I, I know you got your whole, if you're playing a video game and there's a shield on the ground and it says you can take less damage if you pick up the shield, wouldn't you just pick up the shield? You know, sometimes I like to play games on hard, you know, and the shield just isn't available in this, in this chosen path. So I think that's kind of where I'm at. I just, I like to, maybe it's, wow, let me just go deep in here. Maybe it's just like a pride thing. Like maybe I want to know or I want to feel like my body can take on anything that hits it. Or I want to do everything that I can. Well, that's yeah, what, we have bad elbows, but besides like, our elbows, I feel like my body should be able to handle itself. We yeah, are, we literally are arguably the most adapted creatures on the planet. We adapted. That's out of my wheelhouse. I don't know. Well, Maybe. I mean, we adapted over a course of about five million years from, um, you know, what we know as apes to the dominant life form, able to change our, our, the weather able to alter the our, the state of our consciousness. Mm-hmm. Like, we did that in 5 million years. Dinosaurs didn't do anything in their 150 million years of existence, right? Yeah, they we, hit by an asteroid. Yeah, they didn't do nothing. What they could have done would yeah. have been amazing. Uh, small <laughs> brains. Um, but I'm just saying that over 5 million years, we've, I mean, it, really in the last 10,000 years, we've accomplished an extraordinary amount of things so i get i get your idea of like hey my body has got me this far you know it should it should like i am a 
individually strong person. I should be able to overcome that. I get it. I actually kind of agree with it. Like I, Liam, Liam, my youngest, uh, gets a little motion sick and sometimes we'll, be, we'll go on trips or something. And my wife's like, all right, take your dream. And I'm like, maybe we just let him see if his body can figure it out. You know, and she's yeah. like, "No, we're doing Dramamine right now, um, because it it puts him in undue. You know, if you don't give him Dramamine, it's putting him in undue um, pain. You mm-hmm. know, basically getting motion sick. You're in a little bit of pain. We just like it's like a it's a state you don't want to be in. Like being nauseated for yeah <laughs> yeah. So like my thought is like let's let his body kind of like if he if he's in. If he's going to get emotion, eventually his body will kind of figure out how to not be motion sick. But if you just slam him full of drugs, like his body's never going to figure that out. Yeah. Well, I, I think too, I mean, how often is the motion sickness? Like if you're constantly being subjected to motion sickness, I would, and this is me with no medical experience whatsoever, I would think that your body would slowly learn to adapt to the motion sickness. Yeah. Like if you could fight through it after a certain amount of time, I think your body would maybe dude, I have five blind spots in my left eye. I can't see right in the middle, stuff like that. I've had them for years because my brain is so amazing. Unless I really concentrate on them, I don't see them. You don't notice that you have them. I don't notice them Hardly at all. Every once in a while, I'll look at myself in the mirror and I'll notice the run. There's one right in the dead center, and it's just like mother. <laughs> um, but most of the time, I don't notice it. My brain has literally encoded to be like, "Hey, gloss over those." Right. So I see yeah. everything else normally, even though I have a, a a dead pixel in my eye. Yeah. I cannot see if I really concentrate that there's a, uh, you know, there's an object there that I just cannot see, Mm -hmm. but my brain has figured it out. Took a little over six years. Got it figured out. Yeah. You know, and like everybody has like that one, that one spot, like way out on the right or left side where like your thumb thumb will disappear. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. Mine's like four spots, but, but like you don't even, you don't realize that that spot's there unless you're specifically searching for it. Focusing on it. Yeah. So I, I agree with what you're saying with the whole let your body figure it out. I just think there are sometimes limits to that. And and it's if, it's not – so to your, to your point, I know I'm cutting you off, but to your point or to, to what you were saying, it's not about you. It's about the person at the gas station. It's about the – it's the other people like that you're – affecting that it's not necessarily because your body can't handle it, but it's for everybody else that's involved or you could come in contact with. So, yeah. And like my blind spot. Yeah. My brain figured it out Liam's motion sickness. Well, maybe he'll figure it out, but Liam's motion sickness isn't contagious. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. That's you. You nailed it right there. That's why I think that getting the vaccine and getting a lot of vaccines is kind of like a, you know, help the village mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Or help the herd. That's exactly right. I mean, we are social creatures. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's a lot, there's been a lot of studies on if, uh, (laughs) if, uh, don't mind me. What you looking at there? I was just trying to see what all those things say. Oh, there's been a lot of studies on like, um, extreme isolation and what it does to the human psyche. 
and like we need interaction. Oh yeah, we, we need, need to get the hell out of the house. That's for exactly sure. right. Yeah, for sure. And you know, not you know, not just getting out to be in nature and whatever. We need like physical human interaction. Mm-hmm. And I know it it messes with me a little bit when I go too long without actually like talking to somebody. Like mm-hmm. my I love my wife, but we, you know, when you're living with somebody constantly, you get in these like things where, oh, she knows everything. Like there's nothing I can. Nothing to talk about anymore. Like, hey, remember that? Or did I ever tell you about that one time? Yes. Yes, you told me. I was there. (laughs) Yes. It's just like, hey, a deck fell on me. Did you remember going to the hospital? Yeah, I drove you to the hospital. It was awesome, right? (laughs) Did you know? Yeah, the weather's going to be great. Like, (laughs) I know what the weather's going to be. And so like, it's, it's humans need some sort of interaction with other humans and it it works well with my wife i mean don't get me wrong but you just constantly need some sort of interaction so if you're if you're in a situation where it's just like hey i'm going to do the responsible thing and stay inside mm-hmm. but i don't like vaccines it's just like dude just get the vaccine and then you can go outside yeah <laughs> you can go talk yeah. to people or if you don't want to get the vaccine i guess you could stay inside until everybody else gets the vaccine yeah. And then and then come outside. And then you can come outside. Or you just don't get the vaccine and you go outside and <laughs> you're that guy with there. the sign on the corner saying you should do this, you should the do that. The end of the world is coming. Yeah. Um I think we're projected to have something like 15 million people vaccinated by the end of the year, so by the end of this week. Um just enough. <laughs> Just enough. Um, at those current projections, I don't think we'll have the United States vaccinated until the end of next year. Yeah, they're saying it's going to be a long time. Yeah, so I I worry about that stuff. Like, just like COVID kind of like, oh, man, it was a huge news article and everybody was talking about it in February. And it was a... Jeez. I'm so sorry. Put your vibrator away. Vib- I mean, put your phone on silent. about my phone going on um but so it was very talked about and all you know they had all the people on the news shows talking about covid and then it in my kind of realm it kind of died out you know march april came came by and you know they talked about it a little bit and what the government was doing and we need to do lockdowns and the numbers really bad and it kind of spiked in deaths and then everything kind of leveled out and we seemed like we had it under control and then spiked back up again it's just like this huge thing again so you know i i think the vaccine is kind of going to be like the same thing where it's like okay that everybody's slamming in trying to get the vaccine you know and then after a month or two, it'll kind of die down. And then in like eight months from now, it was just be like, oh, yeah, a huge new grump of people got COVID. And we're just like, what? Who doesn't have the vaccine? Yeah, you how know? the hell? You know? Yeah. And it's just like, I think that it's going to do these ebb and flows, mm-hmm. you know, just like basically every news cycle. But what, um, what if my answer was, I will be one of the last people to take it? So like, what if I, like, what if I considered myself to be one of the least susceptible, susceptible or threatened by it? Or like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Susceptible, I guess is a fine word for it. Um, like what if I said, I'll take it in December next year. 
I guess it, does that make me like? Does that make you a bad person? No. If that's no, I don't think that even if you. I don't want to force you to do anything you don't want to do. <laughs> Bless your heart. Even if even if I think it's the right thing and mm-hmm. I will tell you and I will show you all the research I found and everything that I've that I, you know, determine that it is the right thing to do. Even if you decide you know, you, the colloquial you, not just you, but any individual out there decides that that is, for whatever reason, that is, I will present all the information I have. Mm-hmm. And if you still decide not to do it, then I will accept that. But you also have to accept that if I get new information that proves me even righter, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, hey, a new study ca- came out that said if you don't have the COVID test, you're more likely to die. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, then I'll be like, hey, new evidence. We got to talk again. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we got to go. circle back. Yeah, we gotta, still haven't done this yet. Yeah, we, we got to come back to it. Yeah. So I guess... Uh, you as a friend of mine, you just got to be ready. You're going to make that choice. You just mm-hmm. got to be, you got to realize that that choice involves the choice of me annoying the crap out of you. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. You know, it's just like I have um, uh, some other people I know that um, they have a different feeling about vaccinations in general, like all of them, measles, mumps, all of them. And I don't, care what they do but i do have a desire a drive to understand why they feel that way oh sure like what have you seen data that i haven't seen Mm -hmm. is there something i should be reading is there some news article Mm -hmm. um it's just like uh being on keto um there's there is a state called ketoacidosis where if you are in it, you're on the verge of death. Your mm-hmm. body goes into this thing called ketoacidosis. So for a really long time, they were associated as the same thing. If you were in the state of ketosis, you, it's the same thing as ketoacidosis, which means that if you're trying to do keto, you're going to kill yourself. Right. There was a, there was a lot of articles about that. Mm-hmm. And I read all of them, and none of them actually pointed to any real science. They mm-hmm. only pointed to... The fact that both of them had the word keto in it, mm-hmm. like that was basically the only, you know, yeah, common thread yeah. in those two. The beginning of the two words were the same. Yeah, in the two. And um, there is some science behind both of them that are a little bit same in, in the fact that your body, use, your body uses ketone bodies, but <clears throat> it is... They're two separate things. Mm -hmm. And so there was a lot of like in the beginning, me trying to understand like why people had a problem with me doing keto. Yeah. Like I I literally, oh man. Um, So I was, uh, my grandmother passed away and I was there. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of my cousins gave me a hard time while we were standing next to my grandmother's body about being on keto oh. and how that, that individual thought it was a joke and how I didn't know what I was talking about and how I was an idiot to be on it. Hmm. Perfect timing to discuss that. Very, very convenient. Um, it hurt a lot for, and it took about all I had 
not to yeah just go in oh <laughs> just so i think that in for me personally as an individual i really try to understand like i and and i know that i kind of come off like i'm arguing when i'm trying to understand like i've had discussions with individuals and i've been like yeah but and they're like why are you arguing with me this is just the way i believe and it's just like no 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 i was just i was just saying that that you know i i don't think you read <laughs> <laughs> it's not that it's not that you're wrong it's just i think you're <laughs> completely not in the right here yeah like do you have a a, a brain problem <laughs> yeah miss one text david <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i i think that i i gotta get over because there's a lot of people who they believe something in their being as who they are mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't really matter what I think or how I feel or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're going to believe that. Mm-hmm. So I should just let it go. Yeah. Well, and I think you can only do so much. And I think for some people that really bothers them that you can only do so much for only so many people. You can lead a horse to water. You can't make them think. Yeah, exactly. Or drink or whatever. However that saying goes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that that's, I, I, I think that you're, passion slash compassion for people. Like as long as you don't let it almost make you like angry or protest or like, I think that scream happens. at people. I think that happens though. I think in oh, my, you do. Yeah. I think in my head, I'm like level headed and I'm like, but listen to my counterpoint. Yeah. And in, in real reality, life, not. I'm like, how can you be so stupid? Yeah. Um, maybe not with those words, but with that voice inflection. Yeah. Definitely. And eyebrows. Yeah. And get the eyebrows going on. Yeah. And the ears. Hmm. They can yeah, well, eventually you guys will be able to see us because Oh yeah, we, we have a camera charging, but we don't. Se- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great segue. Uh, we're going to have um, video. Eventually. Like we said last time. Um, Did we say that last yeah. time? Yeah. But we didn't say it was going to be today. We just said we're working no, on getting video. Although that would have been a good Christmas special. Maybe next year. <laughs> this one's special because we said it's special. Yeah. Yep. yep. It's special because we're announcing that we're charging a camera currently where we're doing our podcast. So that could lead to video in the future. What do you What do you think when you hear somebody who has an opinion on a topic that you think you know down flat? You're like, okay, I've done the research. I know. Dryer vent cleaning. You, Ooh, you, wheelhouse. You kind of know a lot about it, right? Yeah. What do you think when you meet somebody who's like, yeah, I've done a lot of research, and um, what I found is that it's bad for your dryer to get the vents cleaned. What I mean, what would you – yeah. 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 Um, Did I actually I don't, you? I don't know. <laughs> um, I would have to I, – I really have to – I would have – Mm, okay so my i think my initial response would be no um but then i would have to be like where did you where did you hear that what was it what did what about it did like what research did you yeah what did you see that told you that numerous studies uh uh, better homes and gardens had a study um popular mechanics had a study 
um, all talking about how the internals of the dryer vent were designed to get slightly cruddy to act as an insulator, um, boosting your efficiency. I'm going to need your sources, um, and I'm going to read those articles because that would be mind-blowing, and I would... I, I, just, figure, I just figure made out, that up. I'm yeah, sorry. I would figure out a way to sue those magazines. <laughs> like I would, I would figure out a way that that was like just because it's putting people in danger, like so many people in danger. Yeah, that's what I would. I'd be like, um, I, I guess I need, I need to see your sources, and then I'm gonna go after them. Like, yeah, but you know pretty well mm-hmm. that, that is a. That is a lie. It's wildly inconsistent with it, the data. It's wildly wrong. Yeah. Would you be able to be like, all right, uh, I, I tell you what, I'll, I'll look it up and we'll, we'll reconvene next year when I come back to your house to do a whole house vent cleaning and then maybe I'll do a dryer vent while I'm here. <clears throat> yeah. Well, so I think that I would express what I knew. And just be like, dude, that's not that's not accurate at all. I mean, it's the reason why dryers start on fire is because of the vents being dirty. This is what I've seen. This is what it shows. I have pictures on my phone. I have pictures on my website. People's houses burn down every year because of this. Like, it's actually terrible for your dryer. And that's like one of the only ways that your dryer can break. So, and then they come back with, well, I just don't. Well, I just don't believe. Like you, I just you saw on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I just don't believe that you have done enough research on this. So do your own research. Yeah, Brian. yeah. My it's, truth is. Yeah. So <laughs> I get it. I guess. So how would you- I, I? I would just leave the conversation with. Listen, these are all the things that I know, and you can believe me if you want. But if your house burns down and you never got your dryer vent cleaned, and your dryer was to blame. You just did your own case study. So, yeah, but just like with people with vaccines, if they never get sick, if the house never burns down, you're wrong. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I mean, there are plenty of dryers that I've opened up that have been totally full and have caught fire several times, but never burnt the house down. Like, mine personally. Yeah. So. Well, yours was gas, so it <coughs> it caught fire every time you used it. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I get, I get it. But what are you gonna? I mean, what are you gonna do? Well, at what point do you just let it go? At oh, what, immediately. You would not. I would no. I would just. I would say, hey, dude, this is what I know. If you believe me, you believe me. If you don't, you don't. And would you let that go because that's a customer? Oh, no, this could be... I was just thinking it would be anybody. What, yeah, what happens if it was somebody like your cousin? Hmm. And, like, every and still, time you saw them... That would them, still be the same. I, I'd, every time you saw them, they brought... They didn't bring it up, but... Just talk shit? Yeah. Like, your, your business is a... Yeah. Like... I would stop seeing that cousin, probably. But for the most part, I would just be like, you know, it's not... Let's just, let's just agree to disagree, because I don't think we're ever going to meet see eye to eye on this one so and if they just keep bringing it up it's like dude i'm not gonna be around anymore like you handle that a lot better than i would oh because well well thanks I, I don't know especially like my cousin i'm like dude you are genetically related to me like, 
<laughs> you should know better. Like I need to. I but everybody's to... everybody. Everybody's an individual, though. Everybody has their own. We need to get rid of. We need to get rid of this thing. We. Yeah, gotta... watch that ledge. I know. We gotta. Yeah, I'm gonna fall and die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast you heard a crash just like the podcast kept going the ambulance gets here it's just like how he's left us yeah well the ambulance did a great job everybody uh looks like he's on his way to the hospital as long as uh the snow stays away we should be fine we're gonna go ahead and cut this here yeah oh i'll just argue with myself for a little bit and then uh, we'll call it a day where yeah. were we well so basically i just yeah it comes down to i just have a problem like it's not that I don't let things go. It's just like I have this drive to want to understand and want other people to understand. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you that. want to share the knowledge that you know, whether people, well, you want to share the knowledge that you know in the hopes that people also want to hear the knowledge that you have. Yeah. Which that makes sense. And I'm, I am more of, I'll share if you want to hear and then, I don't, I'm not past that. I don't mind if you, yeah. If you don't want to hear, you know, yeah, uh, then it's fine. Well, we'll talk about something else. You know, it's not a big deal. I invented a wheel. Don't you want to use the wheel? I mean, you're using a square thing. Yeah. Like, no, no, I'm fine with, I like life thing. being hard. It's fine. <laughs> I like hard mode. And then, yeah. Why cycle don't you back. learn wow. to code? Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm in the service industry. So, yeah. So uh, I think that that's, that's where that lies with the whole vaccine. I appreciate you answering honestly. Yeah. Uh, well, I think I think that I would honestly be one of the last people to get it. But I it, think it, it could change. My wife got me to get a vaccine when our kids were born. I think in the so we'll see. In the grand scheme of things, you would be one of the last people to get it. Right. Like just right. Just based on you know. Your, if there was a if there was a sweet list that I could get on to get it ahead of time ahead of everybody else just would, to make sure I got it I yeah, wouldn't get it wouldn't no it, yeah. that's where I'm at I'll get it I'll get it at the end if it's if it's something that becomes mandatory I'll get it at the end what about there was or if my wife yells at me I heard this from another individual so done no research whatsoever okay there was um, talk of requiring a vaccine or proof of a vaccine to or in order to get on a plane for, for specifically COVID-19 vaccine. Would so that would be similar to Ticketmaster? Like yeah. you would have to prove that you had gotten the vaccine in order to buy a ticket or in order to board the plane? Yeah, I guess with Ticketmaster, it's like an entertainment thing. Mm -hmm. Well, you can and, drive well, unless you're going across the sea. Yeah, and I guess if you're... If you're going on vacation, it's one thing, like, mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. you know, but I think if, like, you have to travel for, for work. business, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know. Got to be to L.A. in four hours, like. Yeah, like, what a, what do you do? Do you, I mean, how do you feel about that? That would be shitty. I mean, but, again, that's capitalism. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, because you would either, either well, you want to keep your job. Either you want to keep your job or you'll change fields. It just depends on your belief structure and how strong it is. Well, so that that's kind of an interesting point. I, I kind of like that idea about states. 
Like that's why different states have different rules. I like that mentality. Like, hey, if you don't like the way you're being taxed or you don't like the way mm -hmm. that things are being run, move to move. another state. Yeah. You know, and it some states are drastically different than other states. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like basically like changing countries if you change the state yeah. in some situations. Yeah. Like if you go from Iowa to California, it's a different country. Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, taxes are two times as high as they are here. Like two and a half. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. And so. And my house would cost a million and a half dollars where here. Which it, blows. Yeah. yeah it's not. like, yeah, my sister lives in Denver proper. Mm-hmm. And she has like, uh, I think it's like 1,600 square foot ranch. Mm-hmm. And it was like $350,000. Yeah. That's and nuts. It's just like. And it was not, it wasn't like, oh, this is really nicely renovated and, and nope. Well, I have, yeah, I have a cousin that lives on the West Coast and yeah, their uh, apartment or whatever is like $1,500 a month. And it's like, I don't even think it's, I don't even know if it's a two bedroom. Jesus. I don't know. I, I guess I have to ask him. But yeah, I mean, I just know it's, and the, the jobs don't pay better. Than here. Yeah, that's like that's the craziest thing. How how can you support people or how can you expect people to support their families and stuff with property tax or property um, values being so high, but income isn't any higher? That's what I don't understand about like minimum wage, like arguing for minimum wage to be universal. Equal. Yeah, across the board, mm -hmm. because in New York City, if if you had, you know, I think New York City, they have minimum wage at $15. Their, mm -hmm. their argument was, hey, we, we can't even afford to live here at $15. But the, the problem with that is capitalism would kind of eventually fix that because eventually they're just, if you couldn't afford to live there, you would move. And mm -hmm. eventually there wouldn't be enough low-income people. So you have to slowly, like, hey, man, we... We only get shift managers to apply here. We right. haven't, we don't have any, you know, Workers, yeah. flippers, mm -hmm. you know, like we need to slowly increase to get more people and, in. Yeah. I guess it, it in, in it a capitalistic a society that may, longer. it may turn New York city into just like one big gated community. Like it might just be full of millionaires and yeah. that are all self-sufficient, don't need to make any more money. And then, the people that they hire in are, are like all these high-end restaurants and stuff, and they only have 12 restaurants, and all their groceries are flown in. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it could – who knows? Yeah, I think that I think that it's just like it doesn't make sense to me to have $15 minimum wage in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Like, I just – it's crazy. Yeah. Because my first job with a college degree, I didn't make $15 an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I – Admittedly, that was 12 years ago. Yeah. 13 years ago. I don't know. Minimum minimum wage is a, a definitely a trick. I think 15 would be way too high. But Are you shaking your leg up and down? It was. I thought I could hear it. No, it's most likely hoverboards for Christmas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Super privileged to have up in this beach. <laughs> I yeah. think it's funny that <laughs> Brittany ever listens to this. She's going to yell at me. Uh, sometimes my wife has a tendency to um, be like, yeah, we got the kids this, we got the kids this, we got the kids this. And I'm like, God, it just sounds like we're just spoiling them. And then she'll end it with, but we all got good deals on them. Yeah. And I was like, 
that makes it. It better. was it was all Black Friday. <laughs> yeah, it's just like all Black Friday deals. Maybe maybe, maybe that doesn't make it better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. What's the? Do we have another topic? Do we? I don't know. We don't have to have another topic. I don't know if we do. I don't, I don't think we did. I'm trying to think if there's anything else out there in the ether. There's literally nothing else going on. I can't think of the Raiders. I don't think made the playoffs, which doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Saddens me, but uh, my fantasy surprise. football team, I I did horrible. I was um, at the beginning of the season. I got an email saying my projected uh, win win loss ratio was thirteen wins, one loss. Uh, Losing in the finals, or did you get that? No, it projected me to to win the whole an, thing. Yeah, I got an A plus rating. Mm. It projected me to win the whole thing. Uh, I won two games. Wow. Total. Well, when you don't know when your players are going to play um, and who catches COVID <laughs> yeah. and who doesn't. I was just going to say COVID really screwed me up. <laughs> yeah, you're past all the uh, trade dates when you find out your players have COVID. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So um, I feel like I talked too much on this one. I'm sorry about taking over the podcast, Brian. No, I liked it because I think that you, especially when you were talking about the RNA, DNA, I think it was – better that you explain it that way because i was just saying cues i still have that word stuck in my head cues like pull cues modifiers my identifiers identify thank god okay that's what let's circle back so identifiers are the things that are in the in the vaccine and it basically tells your body okay these are what to look for that's exactly right yeah yeah programs your cells to know what to to identify yeah the cues the T cells that come programmed with it already in it. Yeah. Um, like the T1000. Same cells. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Same cells. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's <a> migraine. <laughs> oh, God. Just spurred up. This is like a little lightning strike in the back of my head. <laughs> oh, lightning strike. Dude, watch Phenomenon the other day with Ethan. Have Great you seen that? Movie. John Travolta? Are you yeah. kidding me? Oh, man. Have you seen Phenomenon 1996? What up? It was 96. Oh, my goodness. Oh, we watched it, and I was just like... Spin the, spin the glasses. Yeah. Spin the glasses. How are you doing that? <laughs> oh, it's, I'm, just, I want at, the... I'm just asking it to, and it, yeah. and it does. It comes over here. Yeah. Um, yeah, great movie. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Um, it. Yeah, Ethan, when he first started watching, he was like, I'm, yeah, I'm not super into it. And then his mind, yeah, literally. Yeah, by the end, he was just like, wow, that was really good. And it's really cool because, I mean, 20 or uh, like 14 years later, like that stuff. 24 was, years later. Yeah, 24 years later. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> well, you already said earlier you're not good yeah. at math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not mathing. Um, and that stuff is like, you know, a quarter decade later and it's just like, you know, some of that stuff is still kind of like, hey, man, the the potential of the human mind is yeah, pretty still crazy. Have, we still yeah. haven't tapped into it. Yeah. So this is like eh, like 20 or 200 years from now this is like, oh, yeah, that 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 uh, history fiction that, or that, that documentary yeah, that, that documentary came out in 96 90, in 1996. Yeah. yeah totally true. Yeah, Everything. All of was, it was true. Yeah, all of it was we true. just need to figure out how to do it. Um. I thought that was, I, yeah, I thought that it was a great movie. And I, when I was growing up, I had a little disability. Probably most people who listen to this know who I am and know my disability. But I always hoped for something like that to happen to me. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, I just, I, 
I prayed for something like that. Like, oh, if only I was smart enough. Like, if only I yeah. could pr- tap into my full potential. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was sweet. <clears throat> the next movie I think we have to watch is Powder. I don't know if you ever saw that. You did. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, Come I, I talked to a lot of people about movies, and a lot of people are like, I've never heard of these. Oh, my gosh. The ending of Powder was powerful. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> Tearjerker. Um, well, I think, I think that was pop culture there, uh, throwback pop culture, uh, coronavirus, uh, coronavirus relief, uh, Jordan Peterson's still awesome. Um, anything else? 94. Powder came out in 94. Did it really? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm gonna have to start doing like throwback Sundays or something where every Sunday I watch, yeah, I watch an old movie with Ethan and he can tell me what he likes. I uh, I find myself suit like Lauren upstairs. She wants to watch movies with us. She's like, mm-hmm. let's just do it as a family. I'm like, ah. Ethan would do that too, and it's always like, oh, I want to watch a movie you shouldn't watch. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, ah, I, yeah. So maybe maybe I should start doing that. Yeah. I had the I I had this plan to read Liam a book a night, mm-hmm. um, because I was gonna be a better dad. Mm-hmm. I made it two nights. Nice. Yeah. Well, we have this book underneath the kid's bed that it's five-minute bedtime stories. Yeah. Man, I, I think I've read the book once. We've had it for like four years. <laughs> and there's like six stories in it. So, I mean, they have like the little read the whole thing in 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. They have they have uh, other books in their room that we read. So, yeah. But... Yeah. All right. Well, so I think the takeaways in this is uh, watch some old movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to be mm-hmm. a better dad. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, do whatever you need to do for the vaccine. Yeah. You can, you can, but if shoot, you don't, you can shoot a horse in the leg, but you, uh, you can't, you can't make it, make it think that tap it's hurt. dance. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. And, uh, whatever you decide to do with the COVID vaccine, just know I'm going to ask a lot of questions. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, make sure you know what's in your bills before you sign them. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Seriously, that's a good one to end on. Message your congressman or woman and be like, what the crap, dude? Yeah, read it. Um, If it's more than 100 pages and... (laughs) Yeah, say, can we we vote tomorrow? Yeah, can we get a couple days on this? Yeah, can I get an overnighter? I only have so much staff. All right, All right, guys. Well, we're we're uh, checking out of here. Yeah, Catch jump you guys. Off a bridge. Yeah, check check you guys out on the next episode. Uh, maybe we'll have video. Maybe we won't. Maybe a New Year's surprise. I don't know. If you make it this far, uh, give Brian a message, and uh, we'll get you a free T-shirt. Yeah. Okay. Bye.